are here because Zion is about to be destroyed. It's every living inhabitant terminated, its entire existence eradicated. Bullshit. Bullshit. Denial is the most predictable of all human responses. But rest assured, this will be the sixth time we have destroyed it. And we have become exceedingly efficient at it. How are you, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> yes. Well, actually, just ladies. Hello, ladies. Ladies. When you're riding with the big Valboski. Yeah, you don't have to remember that. That's right. That's, that's, that is... It's w, it was WWF time. And it was Big Valboski. Uh, when you're riding with the big Valboski. That was part of his name. Anyway, I, I will remember his name. And hopefully put it in the video editor. How about that? I want to talk about more of the Matrix. We're going deeper. Are you ready? Yes. Now, if you're not ready, let me know. I'm ready. Okay, right. you, got, you, got to, you got to tune in here. Yes. Is Zion real? Question. We're going to stick there for a while. Okay. Or, or maybe, maybe I get it all done today. We'll see. I don't think it's real. I don't think anything in the Matrix is real. I just actually, well, I don't, I don't want to say I don't think it is real. I just have strong doubt about Zion being real, and it's a point of confusion for me. I don't, I, I just, I don't think we were ever unplugged. You're actually in the middle of the workshop right now, sleeping. This is your first lesson. I know, I think it's kind of like Inception. Dream within a dream, within a dream, within a dream. Works that, but the real there are, there is more hard concrete science today, more hard concrete science that we are in a computer simulation by some higher intelligence right now and right now than we are actually alive. Yes, questions already. So, are we truly ever unplugged? Well. Yes and no, but I'm not ready for that part of the class yet. Oh, okay, well, but I will. Well, that's that's a long time now. But I will answer the question. But I'm gonna have to open it up later. There is a way to unplug from the matrix because there's still an unplugging. There are still some people outside the matrix in prosperity. Either commit me to Bellevue, or let's be convinced that we are in a simulation. Why would anyone take an idea that sounds that nutty? Why would you take it seriously? Why isn't it just Hollywood science fiction? Well, there's an interesting argument that I first heard from Nick Bostrom at Oxford that actually is kind of mind-boggling in a way because he says, look, it's very hard to create an actual universe. Go ahead, try it. It's pretty hard. But if we can create software that can simulate universes with the adequate verisimilitude, to actually have beings in that simulation think that they are real, that those beings have consciousness, 
Well, it's pretty easy to do that. You just sit in front of your computer and you fire up the software and you create universe after universe after universe. Now that would mean if that's possible, and it's a big if, but if that's possible, then that would mean there's so many more simulated universes compared to real universes since simulated ones are so darn easy to create. If you ask yourself, am I in a real universe or a simulated universe? Well, there's one real universe and there are a godzillion simulated universes. So the odds would seem natural to suspect that you must be in a simulation. Now, can you possibly test that? Pretty tough. People have written down things that you might do to try to fool the computer, glitches that you might recognize, but you know, once a computer can control your memory and erase anything that you might have come upon, I don't see any real way to test this in that sense. Which also leads me to another issue because not many people outside the matrix were in prosperity if you were not a computer program. When you think about that, it, it, it gets confusing. When you think about that, they unplug only to go into massive poverty. Mm-hmm. That's all I saw. That's what I saw. Let's break it down then. How about that? Let's, you want to get into it? Okay, because it's a bunch of confusion. Elon Musk thinks it's almost certain that we are living in a computer simulation. There's a one in billions chance that this is based reality. He says that humans are basically some advanced version of The Sims. Yes, that idea sounds pretty absurd, but we shouldn't just write it off. People used to think the solar system worked like this, but almost 2,000 years before Galileo proved it didn't, Aristarchos of Samos posited the exact same crazy idea. Reality is probably not as it seems. Musk is echoing a paper on this theory by philosopher Nick Bostrom. His argument goes like this. Quote, 40, 40 years ago, we had Pong, like two rectangles and a dot. 30 years after Pong, we got The Sims. Now, 40 years later, we have photorealistic 3D simulations with millions of people playing simultaneously, and it's getting better every year. So let's go about 10,000 years into the future. It's possible that when we get there, civilization will be entirely gone because there is a ceiling to our advancement. Maybe it's because of global warming or self-replicating robots. If civilization stops advancing, then that may be due to some calamitous event that erases civilization. But another possibility is that if we keep advancing and assuming everything in the physical world can be simulated, eventually we'll simulate ourselves. Every synapse in the entire human brain for everyone on Earth. Getting enough computing power to run billions of ancestor simulations could be a problem, but Bostrom thinks we'd send tiny self-replicating robots to other planets, which would turn the planet into a huge computer, and some of the simulations would start making their own simulations. In this scenario, there are billions of universes that are indistinguishable from our own. That means that chances are, we are in one of the simulated universes. And given the other possibility, which is that human civilization has an inevitable ceiling, Elon Musk thinks we better hope that we're in a simulation. Either we're going to create simulations that are indistinguishable from reality, or civilization will cease to exist. Those are the two options. There is one other possibility. Maybe future humans just don't want to run ancestor simulations. Maybe they think it's unethical, because there is a tremendous amount of suffering in the world, and that suffering would still feel real to simulated humans. Or maybe they have other priorities. So to recap, there are three possibilities. One, 
humans go extinct before we're able to run a simulation this big. Two, humans don't run simulations because it's wrong or boring. Number three, we are living in a simulation. Elon Musk thinks that there's only a tiny chance we are in scenario one or two. The philosopher Nick Bostrom thinks it's more like a 20% chance that we're in a simulation. But if you're not into futuristic predictions, Bostrom thinks this argument provides other rewards. He says, it suggests naturalistic analogies to certain traditional religious conceptions. In other words, if we're living in a simulation, there is a higher level being, but it's some version of us. This leads to a rabbit hole of conversations, which is why Elon Musk has rules about when he can talk about this. It got to the point where basically every conversation was, was the AI, AI slash simulation conversation. Um, and my brother and I finally agreed that um, we would ban such conversations if we were ever in a hot tub. Like, <laughs> Let's talk about Neo's blindness first. Neo's blindness. I'm going to break it down this way. In the first movie, you can see while in the Matrix, I think I talked about this last time. While in the Matrix, he was asleep. He never used his eyes, but could see the Matrix. In part three, when he loses his eyes, he can see the Matrix again. When he opens his eyes, he has to plug back in, close his eyes just to see the Matrix. When he opens his eyes, he has to lean back in the chair, put something in the back of his head, close his eyes, lose consciousness to see the Matrix. He can only see the Matrix with his eyes closed. You got me? That, that's, that's, and that is that's really weird. There's something about that really, really weird. Because mm-hmm. remember at the end, he didn't close his eyes. And he saw the Matrix. After they shot him? That is fair. He saw the cold in the Matrix. Mm-hmm. I don't have an explanation for that one. That's pretty good. No, that's pretty good. I don't have an explanation for that one. Because I, mean, I can, if I wanted to be right, which I have no desire to be right in this situation, I can say when he died, he closed his eyes. You know, but, but that's, you know, that would be playing semantics. Okay, so that brings me to another question. Could it be that, because there's something else that you said too. You said he had to lay down, close his eyes, and lose consciousness in order for him to see the Matrix. Right. So basically he had to, I guess in, in, in layman's terms, dumb himself down. In order to see the matrix, that's how when you said lose consciousness, that's how I thought about it. Because he literally had to like, he had to pull himself away from what he knew to go into. I mean that that's that's all fair. I mean I, I don't even have something for that. I mean you, you're doing a good job thinking. It's just one of those weird things. The blindness has this this theme or this motif, and he's blinded in he gets blinded in the world of Zion. And then he can see the matrix. It's just, it's just weirdness. 
You can only see the matrix when sleep. But in the real world, you can't see the real world until you wake up. But then that causes another problem. Would you like to know the problem? Because right now it seems like, well, you just proving Zion is real. Neo always wearing blue. Trinity's always wearing blue. The, The color tint of Zion is bluish. There's a problem with that. Why is there a problem with that? Because you picked the red pill or the blue pill. Morpheus in Zion in parts two and three is always wearing red. As if he is the only thing that is true. In part one, you couldn't see, they didn't use blue or red at all, but that one scene. Because the audience was never supposed to know what was real, what was fake. Never. But in... Yeah, yeah. I've been watching this for 50 billion times. And I'm looking. I look to catch it stuff at this point. You know, at this point, I look to catch stuff. You get it? It's, 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 it's pretty intense. It's, yeah. Okay, let's keep going. Uh-oh, I got some stunned faces here. Did you? Oh, I got some stunned faces. Stunned faces. Yeah, let's, let's think about it this way. Actually, I'll go deeper in that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go deeper in that. I'm gonna use. Oh, I got so much to say. I don't even know where to begin. Let's. Uh, I'll cut. I had. I had a bunch of stuff to say. I'll cut all that out. I'll say the one thing that matters to me. Do you remember the? Do you remember who Haman is? Do you remember who Haman is? Haman, counselor Haman? Yes. Part two. Part two. The tall. Well, no, not the tall one. It is. He was walking at night, but pay attention because you're already there. He was walking at night and. Neil had come out. Well, Neil was already out. And neither one of them can sleep. Yeah. All right. I feel, I feel to blow your minds off. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I think Haman was the one before Neo. If Neo was the sixth one, I think Counselor Haman was the fifth one. And I'm getting ready to state a very strong case. Ooh, so I had to get deep. Very <laughs> strong case. The scene goes like this. Now, here's what caught my attention. He says something. Haman notes, well, that's a good sign. Hey, this is when I caught it. Haman notes that's a good sign. And it, it shows, in fact, that you're still human. Think about that. Because someone else says that too. In the, in the beginning, in the beginning of the part two, when the agents come, and say, this is the one, the, the such and such, you know, they, they do their, their little talk in threes. And he's still human. Check this out. He's still human. He hasn't fully changed yet. He's still 
human. When the Merovingian is trying to kill Neo with his group of program assassins in the tower when they're doing the, one of the greatest fight scenes, actually two great fight scenes back to back, that one in the big towers, chamberish building, and the raft that has the 22 or 27 minute car fight scene, which is epic. It's, it's incredibly epic. But Neo stops the bullets and stuff, and then when he stops the axe with his hand, he bleeds, and again they say, you know what? Still human. The architect uses the words, but you remain irrevocably human. And then Haman now, well, of course, in the middle of the movie, says it's a good sign that you're in still fact human. No one else thinks that Neo is not human. No one else thinks that. No, this doesn't come up anywhere. Trinity doesn't think that. Morpheus doesn't think that. No, nobody doesn't think that. They think he's some god human. He's got powers. But they don't think he's not human. Haman has a full understanding of the process. Remember, you have to go choose one door, choose the other door. And when you choose to go back to Zion and save Zion, you take 23 people from the Matrix, seven males, 16 female, and then remain, and then, you know, and then he remains counsel. Now think about this for a second. Haman is counsel. This is just what I'm thinking. I, he, he's, he's one of the elders. He says old people doesn't, you know, don't try to do things. Proof points. But all these old people, all these old ones would have had knowledge of the Matrix. They would have known the architect. They would have had to, that's the architect's is source. They would have had to known, or he goes back to source and meets the architect, I should say. Same thing. Kind of the same thing. They would have known. Neo, had he chose to save Zion in that way, would have known about the Matrix. That he would be rebuilding Zion secretly. I mean, not secretly, openly, but not telling people about the Matrix. All the ones would know. Now, can't explain how Haman would have lived so long, but then you have to ask yourself, would he even be that long? <clears throat> An opposing viewpoint would be, well, how could Haman still be alive? That was a long time ago. Okay. I have an answer. I want to see if you're going to say it. We don't know a time frame because if you're in the matrix, if they're all in the little thing, Haman could have done that at like two weeks. Well, he, he tells you, he, he, he absolutely tells you, he absolutely tells you, he says, I hate sleeping. I've never slept more than a few hours. I figured I slept the first 11 years of my life. Now I'm making up for it. What about you? He says that. So, you know, Haman woke up at 11. He tells you that in their dialogue. He, he tells you that. Mm -hmm. But how can you explain 1999 and the Twin Towers are still up? Because that's right and all that stuff. And, and it's 1999. That's not that's that's 
that's 1,999 years in AD, and then you got all the BC stuff happening and all that stuff. But remember, it's a computer simulation. How we know that actually happened? The truth is, it probably never happened because Neo wakes up as a grown man, something like in his 30s. But how could he have, how could the world, how could he be 30 years old, but still had the Stone Age, the Paleolithic era, Roman period, and then all the periods of history? He's just 30. It's, it's more evidence to suggest that Neil's only been asleep for, you know, 30 something years. They're simulated longer. If you think Haman's eleven when he wakes up, he's in he's sixty something, seventy something, right? He's sixty something, seventy something when Neo meets him. Let's do some math over here. Let's put him at seventy. Neo's at thirty. That's the age difference. How many years is between seventy and thirty? Easy math. Forty. It would seem in hard concrete science that it's just been 40 years since the matrix was actually destroyed in machine years. In the real world, am I confusing you? Because my brain is. I'm saying that right, right now, let's, let's take it out the matrix, put it into you. Were there dinosaurs? Well, yeah, of course, you would, you would, she said I was told there was. She's doubting everything now. We have fossilized evidence. If we're going to say this is real, we have fossilized evidence. We got bones and stuff. But how do you know you're not in a computer simulation? This, this is my point. If Neo was woke, would have awakened, wouldn't he have all the world history knowledge that you have? Wouldn't he be convinced that the world is four billion years old? But how could it be 4 billion years old if he's just 30? Remember, remember they show the babies being plucked in the field? They're being plucked up in the field and then put in the tube that he woke up in. He starts off as a baby being plucked up in the field, getting into a tube. That's just 30 years. But the... It doesn't matter. Even if it's full grown plucked out the field, he's still 30 something. What happened was it's computed all his 4 billion years of world's world experience is simulated to him. It's a computer simulation. I'm playing, I'm playing Fallout 4 right No, Fallout 76 right now. And it's, it's Fallout is a post-nuclear game, nuclear Fallout game. And I'm in 2177 or something like that. But think about that. I am told by the computer simulation that is a game that this is the real world, the world of Fallout. And I'm in 2177. I just assume my own history... And I'm at 2177. They put me, they simulated 21. We're not even in 21 anything. But if you're a computer simulation, you can say whatever you want. 
They fast forwarded me 177 years in nuclear fallout with radiation and completely sped up evolution. Are you seeing my point? It's, it's real simple. It's not as convoluted as, as I'm explaining it. It is, if you're a computer simulation, I could tell you whatever the hell I want to tell you. Rapidly. Rapido. I can tell you whatever I want. How can, let me pose a question to you. How can the Earth be 4.5 billion years old and Neo just be 30? Wouldn't he be 4.5 billion? What does that look like? If he was 4.5 billion, how old would that make 70-year-old Haman then? Yeah, you can't answer these questions. The simplest way to answer the question is, the simplest way to answer the question is they simulated all these years to us, but the actual years that passed by was Neo is 30, Haman's about 70. And every 40 years or every two generations, the matrix gets rebooted. It's the only logical explanation. So let's 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 take an opposing viewpoint. Let, let me argue with myself. Well, Haman's not the one. You, you make a good argument, but it's completely flawed because Haman is never one. He's just an old man on the council. Okay. Now you still have to explain to me why Neo is just thirty with four point five billion years of science telling him that the world is at all and the Big Bang and all that stuff. It had to, it had to be. It, you're not going to be able to answer the question. You still have the problem of telling me how old Neo really is and how old and how many memories have been simulated into his mind. You still have to tell me that. And where am I getting this from? Morpheus says in part one, you believe it's the year 1999. It's more like the year 2099. Well, think about this for a second. You believe it's 1,999 years in A.D. Because that's what they told you. That's what you've been simulated. So if, they, if he was simulated all those years, why he couldn't be simulated the years beyond, the years backwards? In a nutshell, the... the the Matrix is real, at least in this setting. And there's no way to prove that Zion's real. There's no way. There's no way to prove Zion is real. And there's no way to prove that Haman is not the last one. I keep going. I'll show you. It was... Okay, we got the irrevocably human, right? And... Haman fulfilled, if I'm right, Haman fulfilled his his role as the one mm -hmm. because he went back 23 people, 17 from seven, seven males, 16 female. He did all that stuff. But then Haman feels very comfortable with, with these machines. He even subtly reveals that Zion may not be real. I'll tell you exactly what he says. I think about all these people still plugged in the Matrix. And when I look at these machines, I... I can't help but thinking that in a way we're plugged into them. Think about this. He's in the real world woke. Be 
But why does he? I'm thinking about all those people sleeping still plugged in the matrix. But I can't help but thinking in a way we are plugged into them. This is why Neil says, well, you know, machines need us and they, we need machines and blah, blah, blah. He said, well, I don't have a point. I keep going. It, when Commander Locke, that's the tall guy, when Commander Locke tells the council to divert all the ships to the front lines, it's Haman that overrides that decision and sends Neo to go fulfill his mission because Haman understands that Neo must go to the source. You have to watch part two again. It makes sense. Yeah, he, he understands that he has to go to the source. Haman would not have, excuse me, Neil would not have allowed to be go to the source if it wasn't for Counselor Haman. Without that, he would have to, he, he, the ships wouldn't have been able to go. Make sense? Okay. He overrode it and they still go. It's powerful stuff. Last part. Watch how confused Haman is in part two. And I almost, I mean, part three, I almost missed it. I, I, I missed it. The kid, you know, the kid that Neo saves. He did it. He did it. Uh, no, excuse me. Morpheus started up saying he did it. And then the kid says, he saved us. He saved us. It's over. It's over. He did it. He did it. He did it. It's over. It's over. And he goes to counsel Haman. If you got to remember that he has this look of shock on his face. What? Then what? Well, he saved us. It's, okay, they said, what happened? He saved us. No, sir, he did it. No, he seriously did it. He did what? He ended the war. The machines are gone. The war is over. The war is over. Haman doesn't understand this because the way he ended the war was to have the war come and Zion be destroyed and rebuild because that was the only option. Neo fulfilled it in a different way. Differently than previously. Differently in a different way. He doesn't know because he, Neo does things differently. Conclusion? I'm not so sure the Matrix... Uh, I think the, I know the Matrix is real. I'm not sure Zion was real. The colors, Haman, everything. It's pretty deep. Pretty intense. You can't plan better. You can dominate. You are here because Zion is about to be destroyed. It's every living inhabitant terminated, its entire existence eradicated. Bullshit. Bullshit. Denial is the most predictable of all human responses. But rest assured, this will be the sixth time we have destroyed it, and we have become exceedingly efficient at it.